Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Sex Actually podcast, a.k.a. The Sap. It's your guy, Dave Neal. Hey, did you see our uh, big feature in iTunes this week? We did it, folks. Thank you guys so much for your amazing support listening to us year in and year out. We've been five years now. Can you believe it? Uh, if you're new to this podcast, if you just found us, maybe you found us through the uh, uh, Apple feature, um, we, uh, we're we a dating and relationship-focused comedy self-help motivational podcast. What does that mean? Uh, we chat with our friends about their love lives, talk about their family, a little autobiographical we'll talk about ourselves and then um yeah we'll uh, we'll just uh, try to find the positive side of things and um try to entertain you guys that's what we do if you like this episode and if you like the podcast in general we've done 324 of these uh we just released our patreon uh and if you're if you don't know what patreon is uh, maybe you never heard of heard of it before uh it's a membership community for like diehard fans so for those of you out there that just can't get enough content and you want more we've got a membership community it's at patreon.com slash the sap that's patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash the sap and there's just different tiers of membership so you can uh, get additional monthly episodes or even buy some of our homemade soap we got a whole bunch of them and uh, we we finally during the live stream of this recording got our first patreon member uh it's always good to get the first one out of the way the goal of patreon is to fund the creators ourselves podcasters and um you know put a little bread in our tip jar and you know five years doing this we haven't asked for a dollar from anybody and we just appreciate you guys listening at the very least but if you want more content we can provide it for you so tasha my tasha and myself released our first episode this week and it's uh it's uh, just a one-on-one chat about our trip to tahoe uh at the end of this recording i'll put a quick uh, little uh snippet of that episode if you want to hear the full thing again it's on patreon.com slash the sap and there's going to be a ton more content out there we're going to put some stand-up shows and a whole bunch of other things so we really appreciate your support it goes noticed trust me we love everyone who writes and reviews us and all that jazz but um if you got a little extra cheddar hanging around the house or maybe you're a trust fund kid who just wants to support one of your bros we'll take it we appreciate your generosity Everyone out there, enjoy my chat with Tasha Courtney and Jackie Brown. The SAP, baby. Yeah. All right, let's get right into it. Should we start the episode? Tasha, you ready to go? Hey, everybody, welcome to The Sap. It's your boy Dave Neal with Tasha Courtney and Jackie Brown. Thanks for being a part of the show today. Yeah. I need to turn you up even more. Talk to me a little bit. Hey, what's up? I think you sound good, right? Why does it, sound, yeah. it does sound kind of echoey. Oh, I was turning myself up. Sorry. Yeah, you uh, sound louder. Oh, you should be better Everybody. now. You sound better. He's like, what a good are you? I like to uh, raise my volume a little bit just so people know who's in charge. That's why I got this. I, you got an issue, babe. I like this new microphone I've been using. It goes because it can sit like under my chin a little bit, you know? You're like resting it on it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I'm just like hanging out there. Yeah. Like people can hear my beard. They need wow. it. That's good for the. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we got a we got a Dyson vacuum. That's five years of dating. I don't know. If five years in a relationship, you get a Dyson vacuum. It's part of the I deal. I sort of felt like you know how there's always like that old stereotype, like you know, never get your wife a vacuum cleaner. And I was like, I'm getting my boyfriend a vacuum You're cleaner. Like, that is well. Us. It's like yeah. I feel like it's like Ghostbusters. But it's dust busting. I'm just, and there's different. It's a, he told really, me today he wants some Carhartt pants with like, 
you know how cargo pants have like the strap where you like put your hammer fuck yeah, yeah. like i need a, a holster for my <laughs> it's so sad yeah. whatever makes you happy babe does sure. it have like an attachment that's what you mean i'll you show it to like you after it's got yeah it's got the whole thing and then the whole vacuum's in it and it's trigger this is like it's like school shooter fucking mode and you just, just but instead of shooting you're sucking yeah because you're gonna get uh, the dog goes nuts for it he i mean nuts not in a good way he's fucking obsessed this one's way quieter than the other one but he's equally he's still, as traumatized he's, he's well i wonder why he's traumatized dave have you chased him around with a vacuum you can't not chase a dog around <laughs> with a is your dog uh, scared of any vacuum no because when i first got him i set it down on the floor and i was like look this makes a noise and it's okay and then i never chased him with it oh look what a difference it makes <laughs> that's what guys should do with their new girlfriends just set her down and be like look this is oh my god this is a vacuum this is okay you can use it once in a while tasha doesn't you haven't used a vacuum once yes i have uh, you weren't here yeah okay <laughs> There's no alibi. I wasn't here. <laughs> so are you, do you live around here? Where are you at? Um, I'm in Hollywood. You're in Hollywood? So, yeah, not too far. So you're dealing with mm-hmm. the bums and the homeless? Yeah, yeah. If we leave our gate open, people will come sleep in our backyard. That's for sure. We had a homeless guy walk into the stand-up show yesterday. It was oh, really? a scary moment. I Which, was a little bit afraid there for a moment. I was like, oh my God, we're all going to be trapped in this small room i didn't mm-hmm. know if there was a back door to this building Is i was like back door? i don't no, know there's no, no back door it's like an old so in. it's so f- for the listeners it's like an old cell phone store so it's it's long and skinny <laughs> it is it, it was that an, makes so much i know sense. we call it the nokia theater now because it's it seats oh 25 we put we put maybe almost 30 people in this room which is so the brunch show was a smashing success i would say right it was huge success thank we went you through thank you guys seven and a half support thank you special shout out to Vic because she's one of our most loyal listeners Victoria's amazing she, she she shows up to everything that we put on she's just like so awesome she was gonna go to big bear with the dude and she canceled her plans <laughs> to come to this show she said the dude was kind of a dick and she wasn't really she's like it, i though. just need one re- good reason <laughs> to not so go we've also been given boxes of uh sex toys from Adam and Eve, basically. Adam and Eve is the only company oh, okay. that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, not not I, random I didn't people. Know you were like talking about a homeless guy coming in the room, and then yeah. you're talking about yeah, the That's what I had way. to do to get him out. I had to stick a butt plug up his ass and tickle his taint. We um, so we gave so we gave Victoria, we gave her our the nicest sex toy gift that we were gonna give. You know, like the it was like the the top tier dildo or <laughs> vibrator. Is or whatever. it the bunny one or whatever? I don't know if we get. Well, I don't know. Was it? It was maybe it no, was. No, it was not. It was a G spot massager. Yeah. So it does have vibration. But then we also gave away a Kegel ball. But was it a Kegel ball? I guess it was for the vagina, the Kegel balls. Mm-hmm. Um, to Which was kind of fun because I gave them away to Tasha's friend, Sammy. <laughs> and I, I just, I took a lot of joy in giving it to one of Tasha's friends. <laughs> Not that anyone's going to use it. They were, <laughs> they weren't. They were three balls, like a like peas in a pod, but they were like not racquetball size, but bigger than a golf ball. And I was like, I think Some this is a little things... large for like a Kegel ball. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I that it's it looks like um too big. Cause you, <laughs> yeah, I'm very open to all that stuff, but some of it, I'm like, that looks excessive yeah like that looks well all the dildos are excessive yeah like i don't think women actually want I, i've never it's like i don't think women i mean what do i know want the dildos they want the little because like you see and then they'll have this little like thing that looks like it goes on yeah, a keychain she's talking about the butterfly like the what do you call I it the so, the rabbit it, ears yeah, 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 yeah. but tasha i mean i don't know you've probably had 
toys in your past but when we got this shipment from adam and eve it was like next level you know there was some yeah. there were some 180 dollars went through and picked out my favorites before i decided what we we're gonna give away because yeah, right? <laughs> they gave us tiers of things they gave us like everything from like the brain you know buy your own double d batteries to put in the vibrator like shit vibrators all the way up to like the 150 dollar and then like a you know the a vegan flogging kit or something you know like a wait it's vegan they, oh because leather vegan yeah leather. so it's pleather yeah. they gave us like pleather straps and shit we i didn't give those away we got that too i, I wanted to save some for next next brunch show so if anyone's <laughs> listening in la and wants some look if you if you're a listener of the podcast you will get a sex toy <laughs> so just come on out but the homeless guy didn't get one he didn't get one but we went through eight, uh, almost eight liters of um champagne, champagne. And, and that that made about i, I want to say about 90 mimosas i feel like everyone had two to three mimosas yeah that makes about sense it was a good crowd it was a good crowd. All the comics smashed. Yeah, you got to come on next yes. time we do it. Hopefully, they let us do another one. Um, it sounds like they will. We did. A f- I think so. I mean, there was. I've never seen this in L.A. because people aren't really great. Gr- I think grateful for for art in L.A. because we're all kind of doing it. Like inundated but, in it. But like, there was one girl afterward that was like, "This was fucking amazing." I was like, "All right, <laughs> calm down. It wasn't great, but it was like, you know, it was like good comics." No, like, it's a fun thing. You know, a free show donation if you want to help pay the comics. So like, we were able to pay all the comics for yeah. through donations. No, it was a fun little free Sunday That's afternoon. So cool. Drink some mimosas and listen to some stand up. But I'm teasing it because I am gonna release the audio of the show on our Patreon. So that's why I'm teasing it because if you want to hear the audio of me kicking out a fucking homeless guy with his suitcase i had to give him some bubble gum he, like he just the poor guy and people thought he was part of the show because it was like he looked I like could, a magician walked a in pole, so i never got a glimpse of him i just heard and then like you see like the ripple of everybody's heads turn like, across uh, and then you see everyone's face like oh and i was what's in the going on? i was in the green room I, I like for like two minutes i left the showroom to go into the back room and sort of like relax and then as mm-hmm. soon as i open the door to the showroom i see someone's fucking with my show and i treat that show is like my baby you know someone's you don't want fucking with my show well i was like i was like look we're gonna have if, if you gotta fight a guy to get him out you gotta fight a guy to get him out but like most i mean most of these people are very docile creatures but they also could have mental health issues so who knows but anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna release um i was grateful that you had a few guys other comics come over for backup (laughs) eric but you know gay eric what's he gonna do you know he's eric no eric definitely i think he used to be a bouncer and i I shouldn't have called him gay eric he's way bigger and stronger than me (laughs) way bigger and stronger than you babe he played football i love eric yeah he was like a football star the more you talk about it you're like yeah he played football dude i I, bouncer actually yeah he was the person to do that he was was on the episode the guy he was on the episode a few weeks ago, so people know who I'm talking about, Eric. And Eric, one night after we were doing a mic, we, we I don't know if we had a beer or what, but we were just hanging out. Tasha, you were out of town, so I had nowhere to be. That's when comedy's fun when I have nowhere to be, because like, next thing you know, we're like a, an hour into talking about musical theater, and he's showing me like clips of something, and I'm like, this is the gayest conversation I've ever had. But I held my own. I was like, I'll go gay with you, Eric. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a cool community out there, you know. Yeah. Are you, have you like taken to like certain? Because you're you're sort of new to stand up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you've been a, a you know in a performer. Like now, now trace me back. Were you, were you in the Miss America pageant or something? What, what, like yeah. let's let's rewind and, and get back. Yeah. Take us all the way back to the to like. Beginning. And I'm only saying that I would never call you out. I'm only saying this because I've heard your act. But you say you come from like a trashy mm-hmm. sort of upbringing. Like take like start what? start us. Dare you? Because <laughs> you you said you came. I mean you're trash, right? <laughs> you came from I'm the so same. 
hometown is now who was it because i don't Tanya harding and courtney love so that's fucking oh yeah i'm from like i'm from portland oregon the area and people don't really associate that with white trash so i do a bit about that that people don't understand but tanya harding and courtney love are from my hometown so and how big of it is it a small town where like people like uh like is it is it like a i mean like what like how does it how do you define it as a trashy town so so technically so like the portland metropolitan area includes vancouver washington which is just across the river so while i only lived like i would say three minutes across the border and it's a totally different state but it's a lot of people live there and then commute into the city to work so I basically lived in like the trashy suburb of Portland, Oregon. Okay. But even like Tanya Harding and Courtney Love, like they actually lived in Portland. So it's like it's a city. It's a small city, but it definitely has like I mean, it's, we're we're from a bunch of loggers and fishermen, so <laughs> that's bound to happen. I feel like if it's, it's just that like sounds a, like a dream place to yeah, live. Yeah, loggers for and me, fishermen actually. are not uh, highbrow. No. Wall Street Bros. There's something that's, uh, you, you know, you, we call it trashy, but like we all came, like I came from a pretty redneck town myself, just like not, you know, loggers and fishermen, but you know, farmer, dairy farmers and just mm-hmm. weird, you know, you just have different parts of the town that are like, you know, the nice people, uh, you know, there's certain people of certain wealth live in one area and then your right. friends live in the other. And it's like, there's always seems to be a better community amongst like the, like we had the trailer park that they had like their own community. They had like a name for their type of people that lived there. And like, they all knew each other. They all knew their code, you know, they're, they all had keys to each other's trailers or whatever the, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, I did you have you you were you were super suburban growing up. You didn't have that, did you? Uh, well, it's, a, it's sort of yes and no. When we first moved there, it was brand new development and we were like the first people there. So there was nobody else around except for like the McCullough's next to us. And then like down the street down there was just the back of other people's farms before they had been sold. Cuz you're Kentucky and you 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 want you want like Appalachian, Kentucky, like stupid accent, Kentucky. You don't have, you've got like t- little Midwestern twang, but not the. Yeah. That's stereotypical. Oh, you want the fucking. Sweet syrup accent. It's, it's just, it's a little different accent. I don't know. It's hard to explain. When you say oil, you say oil. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like lazy. <laughs> pretty things, much. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's really, the Midwest is different than, yeah. If you can go from Northern Kentucky where you're from near Cincinnati to wherever the Appalachia area is at Southwest, whichever that is, that's like, it's just like a different. That's where like the blue people live. Pockets, right? Isn't that what the blue people are from? Sure. Do you ever heard of these blue people? It's yes. blue skin people. I don't know. They say it's from like inbreeding, but actually, you can turn blue from ingesting silver, I believe. Or like fucking your cousin. Silver. So anyway, back to you. So <laughs> and I think that the I think that the water source in that particular town was contaminated. And that's hey, why all those America, USA, best country in the world, can't <laughs> fix Michigan. Um, we're not here to be political, but USA. Um, so Northwest. So you're growing up in uh, in a trashy town. It was just like was there crime? Was there like what was just yeah. a socioeconomic? It was just a blue blue collar yeah it was just there was just a lot of crime and just a lot of like drug abuse in my neighborhood and just like unsavory characters did you dabble in any of that or were you no i saw it and i was like oh yeah you don't want to be anywhere near that but i think growing up like that i think i don't want to say it's black and white like you're either bitter and end up doing it yourself or you say like i don't want to do that and don't do it I, i don't think it's as black and white as that but i do feel like you kind of go one way or the other i just i think people that grow up well i don't know for me my my sexual 
beginnings were kind of stunted, but everyone who came from the trailer park was fucking. They were that that part of town. My first girlfriend was like I'm talking like pre real girlfriend, but like my first girlfriend, yeah. like pass a note around, was from that side of town, and she was trying to get me to like touch her boobs, and I was like ah. She literally took my hands and put them above her like baggy sweatshirt, and I was like I didn't feel fucking shit. It was like seven layers deep in the winter, and she's probably also thirteen. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was twenty nine. This is a few years ago. It was weird. Um. I probably shouldn't say that, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was fucking. And then, and then I was, and then like it wasn't until years later that I realized how much farther ahead she was. Like maybe on a maturity level, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't fathom. Plus, you know, Catholic guilt. I just wasn't. I never wanted. Right. To, I never wanted to be a virgin for like till marriage, but I still didn't see a route for that to be a possibility anytime soon. And then you hear about people losing their virginity young, mm-hmm. and I go, "What the fuck? You don't even have a dudes don't have like a hard on at that. I mean, you got a boner, but you don't like, even know what that is. Yeah, really? you're just yeah. like, are you kidding me? I mean, now. I feel like nowadays with the internet, people can see that being more of a thing. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it is interesting. Somebody on the show was, they had a bit about that yesterday about how like they came of age, like with the invention of internet porn and how much that scarred them. I didn't watch internet porn when I was a kid. It scarred them? Yeah. Like, you was know. It a guy or a girl? A, it was a guy on the show yesterday. Well, and sign up said, on the like, Patreon and you can of, listen to this. He said, um,. Like, you know, instead of learning about sex, like, oh, when a man loves a woman, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, uh, that his buddy at school was like, hey, do you want to watch a dude fuck a dude fuck a horse? <laughs> like, what? oh, yeah, you know, that's a like, little, I was like, porn or that's, yeah, yeah very extreme. Yeah. Obviously, there are, you know, there's all kinds of porn. But See, we had like porn photos. That was the first porn like photos. Like magazines? Yeah, you didn't, you didn't stream videos. This is the 90s. You had a buffer of photos. <laughs> how old are you? You're like, I'm 76. I'm 56. Yeah. I'm, it took 20 minutes to download this photo. i mean look yeah and it's like one line at a time you just like, i um trying to see, hold on till the tit shows yeah exactly you're like i yeah and that's why i'm so turned on that's why i'm so turned on by foreheads we had to slow buffering i could never oh. get past them like that's a good forehead and it turns out to be some dude the tits were gonna be good if the forehead was good and then you had to wait and then if your mom would come home you have to throw the monitor out the window because you you know you're p- pressing buttons Dave, we're going through so many monitors well here's what happens so you could you could change you're basically dial-up internet and you know honestly there's probably half our audience doesn't know what i'm talking about yeah you know, dial-up internet would be did you have dial-up internet you're in your 20s I, right yeah i didn't have it um but my grandma had it <laughs> and i remember like going i mean barely vaguely remember trying to do something and giving up because i was like what is yeah so you got to dial a number and it goes through the phone and, and you know yeah, and if the and number's like, no you, you can't make a phone call That's while right. that you're on the internet and no one can call you while you're on the internet or else it'll boot you what off. What if a tsunami's coming? Right? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, we don't have that in Kentucky, Yeah, we didn't have but to worry I about can that. understand why you were worried about a tsunami. <laughs> yeah. But, like, my dad, you would get these, they would come, like, with the paper, these, like, discs of AOL, and they were, like, free disc, and they would be, like, free 60 hours of AOL. And oh, it would come in the paper, like, was. at least once a month. And so you would just, like, when you were up on your minutes of AOL, you would just 
pop in a new AOL disc and you could get 60 free minutes ancient. again or whatever. Tasha, we are ancient. <laughs> but so, so you dial the number 401, blah, blah, blah. And if it, the number sucks, there's other numbers you can dial. You can oh, change really? the setting. I'm 12. I figured this out. And so I changed the setting. I mean, I'm 13. Uh, I'm trying to do the math. This is like 97, 98. I graduated in 2003. This is, let's call it 99. This is 1999. A good year, 99. And I'm dying. So I found out a, a, another number I can type in that it's faster is Providence, Rhode Island, not Portsmouth, Rhode Island. Well, that's a long distance phone call, my friends. <laughs> oh, oh no. So a month later, I'm I'm actually I know where I am. I remember this. I'm near I'm next to the Coca-Cola machine outside the gym at my high school. There's a payphone there. You gotta put in twenty-five cents. You make a phone call. And then my mom answers, David Coleman Neal. What do I she was like, I've got a bill for fourteen hundred dollars. <gasps> And no I think way. she ended up getting her lawyer involved to get rid of the bill. But like, yeah, I was $1, like, $1,400. They were like, because they you were s- using internet. Yeah, I was calling Providence distance. for like nine hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, whoops. And there, was, there used to be all these, <laughs> there used to be all these things where like you'd sign into AOL and it would be like free TV or whatever. And there would be different advertisements. This is super illegal now, but this is the, this is the early, this is the wild west of the web, yeah. right? So you would literally just hit a button and your credit card was already synced in. So you didn't have to confirm anything we started having tvs showing up and like my mom and it was my fault it was my fault i was buying shit david coleman yeah (laughs) just for the podcast it's my middle name (laughs) it's not my real middle name if you want my social it's uh yeah it's my name uh and uh yeah so it's just like tvs and like aquarium no i don't like random shit would show up and i guess i was like well it said it was free but you know you never read the you know yeah they didn't have like you can't do that shit now now you need like every time you order something you have to have like a fingerprint scan or whatever but, and they have like parental settings to make sure that kids can't even buy like games. But my mom's so my mom's so not tech savvy that she didn't know how to return the thing. So she just would give them away to Christmas presents to people <laughs> like things that I got from the AOL. I don't know. There's a new story for you, Tasha. Hey, uh, once a year, you get a story. Of Tanya Harding, one of our viewers, Live Fast Die Old, said one of the first porn pics he ever saw was a fake picture of Tanya Harding. Yeah. Wow. Bro, I'm with you on that. Wait, yeah. You Did you see that, that too? too? Yeah, she was one of the main fakes, you know, because you'd get like Britney Spears and you'd get like this clear blend of skin tones between the fake and this is like pre-photoshop years yeah um but yeah. you're like okay i, had I, a thing, I can for, imagine that i had a thing for tanya hunting for sure she had the bangs, I, even almost more so than Margot Robbie playing Tanya Harding. Because she was like an icon. To she was an icon. Right? She was like a rebel. She was like athletic. Yeah, she had a thing going on. And she was really talented. But when you watch the movie, you go, shit, she had a raw deal. Like, she, you know, when you're raised that fucked up, you can have empathy I for like someone. most Olympians in general have a raw deal. I mean, I know we were going to talk about like pageant stuff, but mm-hmm. in general, I feel like kids forced into a sport where you have to perform at a high level and like you get all this pressure sort of put on you like not healthy yeah but your sister was a high high level gymnast did she did she feel that she doesn't Um, look fucked up from it no she's not fucked up from it but she also like didn't go to the olympics you know i would be a disappointed parent then (laughs) (laughs) you didn't make it to the olympics no i she did she competed at a very high level world games but her sport was not an olympic it is an olympic sport now but it was not an olympic sport then um trampoline Mm mm-hmm 
but yeah, she was a, a really super high level gymnast. Uh, but she was also like in a supportive environment. She had a close group of friends. I don't know. She just happened to actually really enjoy it. Yeah. I just think like once you like, there's a difference between doing it sort of recreationally and being good enough that you are competing at the highest levels and you're traveling the world and it's like a fun extra thing you get to do versus trying to turn it into a career and living off of sponsorships that happen once every four years. If you're doing trampoline in Russia, there's gotta be some pressure to that. Yeah, you're gonna you're die sure. if you fail the country. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to. They go had home. somebody die. Yeah, it was. Uh, you're hitting that was this a horrible track. You're accident. hitting. You're hitting this trampoline, and if you don't hit it in the right area, it's fucking off. You're going off. I mean, people, was, that's probably why they don't do it in the Olympics. It's probably very dangerous. Well, they do it now, but after trampolines in the Olympics, my sister's teammate was killed. It was horrible. They yeah, it's in the Olympics. We watched it at the Grove. You don't remember? No, not at all. Now they have regulations about like how deep the mats need to be out away from the trampoline because these high level gymnasts are flying 40 feet in the air. And so like two feet of mats as a crash landing is not sufficient. But you guys are talking about dying from an accident like that. Is the pageant world that dangerous? Like if you're Russian and you're going to get killed. (laughs) You're going to die. You let down our country. Uh, that's what the Chinese do, right? Don't they? They you basically like leave your home to We're go train. We're all gonna get murdered yeah. after talking. About no, it, this. subscribe I mean, to like, us if you're gonna in murder general, us. Like all across the world, there's no like the U.S. Probably the gymnasts and the swimmers and the high level athletes are probably the child athletes are probably treated the best, but it still doesn't seem like a I don't know anything a happy that dedicated life. like a child actor, child athlete. You're just. You're, you're living like your parents' dreams. And if yeah. you feel like you disappoint them, then, you know, you're letting them down. Did you have any of that? Like, so, so when did you get into pageantry? When did this start? So it was entirely my choice. And it wasn't until I was like 17 or 18. So it wasn't like child pageants or anything like that. How was it your choice? How did you, did you stumble upon it? Did some chicken uh, in the mall see you? No. I feel um, like that's how it always happens, know, right? right? Yeah. Hey, you could be a model. I'm like, I'm Pay us $400. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, pay us. If you only... <laughs> three little payments of $499. That's a deal to me. Yeah. Come to the free TV. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you just... I mean, like, yeah. What, what, what sparked so your eye with it? I started doing, like, community theater and musical theater um, when I was, like, 14. And then high school um, musicals and theater. And knew from an early age that's what I wanted to do. Um, and so our high school photography teacher did the photography for the local Miss America pageant. And he also did the photography for the musicals and stuff like that. And he, over the years, got to know the Miss America pageant. And then it wasn't just a beauty pageant. And you actually get scholarship dollars. And you have to have a talent. And, I mean, it still is a beauty pageant. But it was, like, not as shitty as one would think. It actually yeah. was, like, a pretty cool thing. No, it cool is. Thing. It's a small yeah. community. Yeah. The people who are in it, you know, they do it forever. And, like, I don't, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a cool thing. So I heard about it. And he was like, hey, I think this would be a really good fit for you. Because he'd seen me perform. And he was like, I think this would be a really good fit. And I was, I grew up a tomboy. I grew up with a bunch of brother, like a brother and a bunch of cousins. And so I was like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think this is a fit for me because I'm not, I didn't think I was like a beauty pageant girl. And he's like, just come. We're having like an informational meeting. The current Miss Clark County, that's the county I'm from, is going to be there. And she's going to Miss talk. Clark County was yeah. going to be there. I know. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. They got her? Dude, let me see that forehead. <laughs> she wasn't busy. Yeah. Scan me that photo. Throw that face on Tanya Harding. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. So, um, it was actually Tanya Harding walked in the room. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and I went. I was like, all right, because he was cool. He was like everyone's favorite teacher. And um, 
so yeah, I went and I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. And I had moved out when I was 16. And so I needed a way to pay for college too. And it seemed like a really good, like you learned a lot, like you got a lot of public speaking experience. And I feel like everything I do now has kind of started with that. Like I probably would have figured it out otherwise, but I think it really helped me. And, um, yeah, so then I started, and then you compete at a local level. You have to win, like, your local Miss Clark County or whatever. So you go is. Miss Clark County to Miss uh, Portland. State. What's the next? Yeah, what's the next one after so that? that, it's so confusing. That year, we had two titles. So there was Miss Clark County and Miss Greater Vancouver, because there were so many. Greater Vancouver? Yeah, I was Miss Greater Vancouver. Wow. <laughs> Didn't know we were blessed with Miss Greater Vancouver. Yeah, in the flesh. So you were an international... Vancouver. I mean, you're, talking, you're Miss Greater Vancouver. That's right. Canada. This is an internet. You're now an international pageant contestant. Side note, you know when they had the Vancouver Olympics in like 2010 or whatever? Straight sure. up people showed up for the Olympics in Vancouver, Washington, America. Like oh, families no. getting off trains and planes. Oh, wait. So you really they were Greater it. Vancouver, yeah. Washington. Yes. I didn't know there was a Vancouver, Washington. She literally said that like five minutes ago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, was that when I was checking the levels? Was, I'm sorry. He was looking at forehead pictures. <laughs> I was, I'm not no, I got, I got a lot going. I'm running the show here. I'm, I'm the I'm Wizard of Oz oh, no. it behind the you, curtain. You just say you're like on kayak.com booking yeah. your ticket and you type in Vancouver. Yeah. And Look, it if you think about it. You're, like, okay. they're like, wow, babe, it's so much cheaper from this area. No, it's because it's... <laughs> Paris, <laughs> Texas. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So we're with. So we're blessed with Miss Greater Vancouver, Washington. There we go. Yeah. I clarified. You're not. You're not British Columbia. You're yeah. Vancouver, Washington. But it's all literally. You can see. It's like right. You can. I mean, can't you see like uh, Victoria Island from across the way? Because we went to Victoria. Is that what Victoria Island is? That what it's called? It's Vancouver, Vancouver Island. Island. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! And I'm Victoria is the city. I'm losing my cred. Right but you can like it. see it. I mean, it's like across the. Yeah. So if you're, this sounds like so like hillbilly but if, if you're in squim it's on the peninsula the olympic peninsula but that's like i mean for me that'd probably be like from where i grew up i don't know like a four-hour drive but can you go there if you want to get a drink when you're 18 can you cross oh, yeah, over to canada sure. yeah that's fun yeah. i actually tried when we were 19 my girlfriend and i we tried to drive up there and got stuck in a snowstorm in bellingham and ended up staying the night we're like oh. we're gonna go <laughs> do you go for the canadian guys like, is that, are they, like, like would you ever think, like, oh, the Canadian guys are cooler? Because, you know, it's always, like, the other town's the cooler town. But, like, I don't know. I would think, like, because, like, I'm from Rhode Island. We'd go up to Montreal oh, to see strippers because yeah. it was, like, Montreal strippers. I mean, and now, in hindsight, I found out that they were actually, like, the best strip clubs in the world. But, like, we didn't know that. You know, what's crazy. So, Portland, I didn't, Portland has, like, per capita, I think it's, like, more strip clubs than people or wow really not strip clubs and people i'm sorry i don't know the quote but there's like we're known for our strip clubs and like we show everything and you can drink there wow Wow. so like like why would i leave they get (laughs) (laughs) they get miss clark county there she's a big strip club draw you don't make it to miss washington you just you've always got the pole you've always got the pole i don't know what's your talent (laughs) yeah ironically stripping i'm gonna need a pole and a uh hula hoop for this next act this uh podcast unless you got a pole we had a stripper pole in college 
at our fraternity house installed. I'm talking bolts into the ceiling, oh bolts into the floor. But the guy, and it was room, uh, I was room, I think it was room 10 was the name of the room, room 10 or 4. Either way, uh, any fraternity brothers out there listening, let me know. And they, they built a little box so that way, because it's like you don't want a stripper to be stripping on the floor with a pole. You want a box, so you need a stage presence for the stripper. And it turned How out. How considerate of you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and well, the guy, I didn't build it, but the guys who built, the guys probably built a stripper, a stripper pole, then realized there was no allure to it because there was no sort of like looking. Because, you know, in most strip clubs or even go go dancers, they're always up in some birdcage or something. There's just well, like. Well, it's one thing to be like watching a stripper, but if you have like guys going like this, like to look, I mean, it, it takes away from like. Yeah. Just like. Some fucking fat guys yeah. in the front row. You can't see anything. She's shorter than you. You're like looking down right. on the stripper. Yeah, no, but if everyone's looking up, it's, it's a mystique. Is it? That's also the stripper's name is mystique. <laughs> but it turns out all, it was just mo- mostly dudes would use it. <laughs> like to be honest, it would be mostly. <laughs> did like you some, ever get up on that pole? I'm sure I did. Yeah, and I'm sure I didn't use any remember. you know wet wipes to clean it off first. Yeah. But it wasn't like no, there were there's no strippers. Not one stripper ever used a pole. It would just be <laughs> drunk people that wanted to play. It was the fun room. It was the room everyone would go into that had like the tiki bar and it's it like was a novelty that you have it like and here's our strip pole yeah yeah but if until any of dave's fraternity brothers can get me a photo of dave on the pole i'd love to see that you know it's i mean there's gotta be i mean we're talking they gotta scan it they were talking like <laughs> yeah. polaroids we're <laughs> yeah. taking from your insta there's, develop yeah so but you know then the school president uh saw a photo because this was like Facebook didn't have photos yet. I really do sound old, but Facebook didn't have really? photos. No, when you when Facebook started, you had profile photos. That was it. Yeah, and you, you couldn't to, upload albums. You had to pre-crop the photo. You had to have it cropped beforehand or it was whatever you posted. It wasn't like now where you just choose the face for the photo. That's That was your photo. And then you had away messages weren't a thing. That w- I mean, not unfair, whatever it was. So you had to go to, um, uh, what's the fucking Shutterfly or something? You know, you'd have to like post Pre-crop an album. Your- you know, you have to post your photo albums to Shutterfly. And then people would literally have to like pass the link around if you wanted to see someone's photos. There wasn't social sharing yet. It was just like you had your home. That was it. Anyway, so uh, the president saw it and made him tear it down, which was really sad. Oh, so no. there's a pole in some sort of landfill somewhere. Darn. Yeah, darn. Missed those. Have you ever been on a Super Bowl, Tasha? <laughs> You've been on a stripper pole before. I don't know. You've never been on a stripper pole? Oh. Is that like you don't want to talk about it? I don't know. <laughs> have you been on a stripper I pole? I don't know. Listen, I'm sure the have, have you? No, I can't say I have. Oh, well, then oh. clearly your pageantry career I took know. off. <laughs> uh, well, I think they have those classes now where you can like, it's Absolutely. a workout, right? Yeah, yeah. It's even like I think they're going to make it an Olympic sport. On the topic of the Olympics, yeah, no I've heard way. that. First cheerleading, and no, I think pole dancing is. There's no ball. There's no. It's just no, constantly judges girl. excusing themselves to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. This judges like they I, can't stand up. Um, they got a boner. I did a show with this girl in New York, and she is like probably the best pole dancer in the world. She's like amazing. She's also six feet tall. She's just like a beautiful giant monster. Like she's just beautiful and so flexible and she posts all this she travels all over the world teaching pole dancing and she's jacked and i'm a little jealous you have to be strong to do you that, have to be right? so strong the uh, stripper dances they did um at crunch gym in union square in new york they were in uh, the room had glass it was like a fishbowl room so there was glass walls and like whenever strip dance class was happening there would just be dudes using the pulley machine just like right out front just like <laughs> working on something but like and none of the guy like well, none of us are like we're doing any weights and we're just kind of all moving around and we're creepy i've taken a zumba class before and i only took one because that's definitely what happened it was just a lot of like no weight leg 
extensions like yeah isn't Listen. it bizarre yeah. even at like the crunch in west hollywood which is probably 70 percent gay men there's still the 30 percent creeps that are outside because it's a glass walled room oh, yeah. you know it's not like a mm-hmm. private room it's yeah. a glass walled room and there's people just like hanging out the whole hour well, the, the evolution of the of of humanity is to check out things you want to procreate with so you can't apologize for that you just got to like can't, pick your chin up can't you no, can't you I'm talking like control you, yourself. Well, you don't want to like. <laughs> you don't want to like. Don't want to be creeped out when I'm just trying to like break a sweat. Yeah, you don't want to steam up the glass wall. The like thing you're, is, I think it's natural to like look and appreciate, but the guys who are just like in the window still like, yeah, like get a like, grip like, on like, yourself. Like, but the truth That's is, excessive. creepy and charming. The only difference is whether or not she fucks you. That's it. So like, you can if you got a guy checking you out, but you're into him, game on. You know what I mean? But if a guy was like. I mean, checking me out, sure, but if a guy was standing outside Crunch watching me for 20 minutes or anything longer than like, oh, okay, what's up? We'll a make eye contact. Yeah. yeah. That's You're the like, biggest mm-hmm. uh, misconception uh, that men have is that women want to be hit on at the gym because like we see a sw- sweaty woman. We know that she can like work out. It's athletic. It's sexy. But mm-hmm. I, I've never met a woman who really, I mean, have you ever had a guy pick you up at, at a gym before? Mm-hmm. So, so okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's possible. So what's the strategy a guy needs? Guys are listening with pen and paper. I think how does it, how does a guy get Miss Clark uh, County or whatever Kent, Kent, Clark Kent County what is it I think like Clark Kent County <laughs> is it Clark County Yeah Clark County Clark County how does a how does a guy pick up Miss Clark County at the gym I think a lot of guys just need to ask more I think I've heard from a lot of guys they're like well I just like to see a girl and I'm like oh she must just she must have a boyfriend or I've heard even like when I've ended up going out with someone like oh I just assumed you had a boyfriend and then it's like the only people who end up asking out are like weirdos. And like, so you're okay with a guy asking you? Because I feel like in today's world, you need to ask permission to ask permission. That's so annoying that you say that because <laughs> it's just not true. No, it's it's not just true. not true. We, we, I've said a million times on this podcast, just be direct. Yeah, just be direct. Yeah. Don't ask me out to lunch. Don't I'm ask sorry. me out. Do you like want to get a drink sometime, or you want to grab coffee? Don't leave me wondering like what it's about. Say, yeah, hey, I'd love to take you on a date time yeah. sometime if you're into. I'm not one of those yeah. people that's like I don't even know how to talk to women anymore. They're all gonna <laughs> meet to me. I'm not one of those. Like I, I never, I never Literally had a problem. Just said you have to. Ask permission well, what I'm saying is that like there's so much shaming going on that it's taking away a lot of guys are wondering like look if you're at a bar that's open invite to go talk to someone mm-hmm. I don't care what their body language is unless they're sitting at a booth I will say <laughs> I will say that like I've been out before because I think that as long as it's like consider it ask a girl out as long as you're not being like weird or anything ask her out it's up to her to say yes or no and then like respect what she says exactly like yeah. if she says no then she's she doesn't know. If I respected what Tasha else? said, we would have never dated. I had <laughs> I had to go for those seven no's before I got that yes. Well, but you were politely persistent. Okay, yeah. I was polite. That's I did I did under, know, I like, did understand I was being rejected, but I also understood after rejecting she still wanted to hang out and I was like, oh there's okay. an open, yeah. Yeah, there was like a But I know. will say like to to add on to what you're saying, Dave, I have been out before with some girlfriends and I this was years ago and I had a boyfriend. And we've been together for like three years. So it was like definitely like I'm definitely not single. And we're all out for some occasion. And this guy comes up to me very polite and said like, hey, I think you're really beautiful. I would love to take you out on a date. 
Um, is that something you're in? like very exactly what you're saying? And before I can even open my mouth to politely decline, because I don't want to be like, I have a boyfriend. Like, because I also don't want to. I wanna, hate that like, excuse. And every so, guy's heard it from every girl. This girl ever. that was my friend's friend was just like, she's she's with somebody. Get out of here. And I was like, chill out. First of all, I've got it. But it's like, <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to like, you want to encourage good behavior. You don't want to like... That's such a good uh, you know, way to like, put yeah. it. Seriously, you don't want to shut this guy down because then he's going to be like, fuck, I don't want to like... Like, you know, kind of like what you're saying, like ask permission. Like guys can get scared to ask because they don't want to get like turned down. But really he's not... Do- How is he supposed to know I was, wasn't was single? Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like I wanted to be polite and politely decline and encourage like, this is... Thank you. That's really nice of you to say, but I'm not single, you know. But yeah. she was just like... Bleh! Like, I've had that. I've had the girl do the neck motion, like, dude. That's like, so rude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you guys understand how perfect, hard it is? But like, yeah, it's, that's. Can you guys nice. even imagine? Like, really, take a second, ladies listening, <laughs> ladies out there listening to this podcast, take a second and imagine what it's like to go to a bar knowing you're the one who has to ask that person if they'll dance with you. It's a lot Ooh. of pressure. Fuck, you guys just get to sit there and, and drink. Yeah, I've asked you this before. I go, I go, I go, Tasha. How do you hit on a guy? You go, you just stand there. You just bat your eyebrows at him. No, it takes two hours of getting ready. That's our effort. Yeah, that's right. I already did my job. You're like, please. Yeah, and then I a put guy... on an outfit and some mascara. I'm standing here. All right. I mean, look, and even even when a guy figures it out, he's still gonna get rejected six out of seven times. And it's like, I I think I figured out what. Like, I mean, I I've done some things that you'd think would get you slapped, and I don't mean that in like a sexual way. I just mean like I've taken people's phones out of their hands when they're texting and walked away. I've I I've literally just that's done. That's kind of funny. Though. Yeah, I've, I, I have a photo of me grabbing se- seven different phones and I stacked them all together and held them. And there were people that I took from the bar because they were all in their phones and it was annoying me. I could have taken any one of those girls home if I wanted to. I fucking owned their cell phones. For, they all got really angry at me like two minutes later. They're like, joke's over. And I was like, this is where it gets fun. It's uncomfortable. But like, you can like, you got there's like a game you got to play. You got to like, look, we know we're at the bar. I mean, look, like Tasha's, you know, I, I go to the bathroom. If, if Tasha and I are at the bar and I go to the bathroom, I come back and there's a guy hitting on her. So, so there are dudes out there doing the work. But a lot of guys kind of play that beta move where they like just sit at a yeah they sit in the booth and you go look yeah. you're not gonna rub elbows in a booth you're out of the, you're you're not at the bar you're watching other people do the thing right. you need to be out there in their way take up some space yeah that's a man spreading in a bar is a thing that you need to do you might annoy somebody but you might have a girl be like that guy's kind of cute I'm gonna go order a drink next to him and then you're gonna bump into that guy and he's gonna be like oh hey what's going on what are you having and then next thing you know you're dating you get married you invite us to the wedding you name your kid I after did- us. <laughs> I did hear some advice like I think I mean I joke about like hey we're just here so like that's our effort but I do think there are things as I mean depending on what you believe in like if I like a guy and I think he's attractive like I will go up and talk to him but I also don't um judge people for having like the opinion of like I like to be more traditional and have like, like pursue. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's fine. I think whatever you personally believe in is fine. And whatever um, your comfort level is. Yeah. Because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has the same experience. Not everybody is brave enough to walk up and take people's phones Do out of their it. hands. Try it, gentlemen. But like, yeah, it, you know, everybody has something yeah. that works for them. But I think there's ways too, even if you don't want to ask them out, where you can make yourself appear available or interested mm-hmm. to encourage them to ask you out. Mm-hmm. So... 
I just came up with a great pickup idea for men out there. Okay, you know girls are going to take photos at the bars. You know it's going to happen. So what about, and then you always see the guy who's like, let me take your photo for you. Okay, cool. Every guy's going to offer. But imagine you see girls taking a selfie. I got this. Let me take your photo. You take their phone to take a photo, and then you pull out of your pocket one of those little tiny LED lights, and then you take the phone, and you like bounce, and then you light the photo well for them. I would think you were so creepy. (laughs) I think that's a great idea. Actually, you know what is a a good idea how it works? you turn your flashlight on your personal phone so like then it's a spotlight and you spotlight them from back here and it just adds a little extra glow and you click and then you see and then you see the girl a a ring light you're just like hold on a second let me split up my tripod yeah i just wear it as a necklace and then you just find the girl you like and you go i just you know you have beautiful eyes and i i wanted to make sure we captured them in the photo Boom, you're getting late. Tasha's looking at me like it's weird. I think that's genius. All right. Good gentlemen out there, you're welcome. The uh, birth rates are going to spike amongst pod- <laughs> sap podcast listeners. And um, anyway, I really wanted to get into this. Let's just talk about it. You mm-hmm. you, you do a bit about your um your your half siblings. So yeah. I don't want, obviously want you to do your bit, uh, but I want to hear about it. So like, so it's a true story, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, Okay, so sure. tell us about it. Tell Tasha. So um, do you, uh, well, the audience doesn't know, so I'll just tell. Um so it's so confusing so my i was the product of a one night stand my mom and my biological father then they didn't stay together at all it was a one night stand (laughs) and then um he went off and had two kids with another woman and then my mom had um my half brother with another guy so technically all those people are my siblings but they're halves right so my half brother justin um is with his dad and my mom and then my half sister and brother brett and Brittany, are with my biological father and their mom so brett and Brittany together sounds trashy apart they're not trashy words but brett and Brittany, brett and, just, Brittany. <laughs> brett and Brittany over there my dad, right my we don't have dad. a southern accent but all of a sudden we do sorry yeah, i don't know no you down there clark county I didn't say, yeah clark, clark county sorry sorry uh, for interrupting no you're good it's honestly I would get lost. I'm doing the chart in my head. I'm goodwill hunting in my head. So you got, so Brett and Brittany's on your dad's side, Mm -hmm. half siblings. Yes. And then your mom's side's got Justin, is that who you said? Yes. And then we're not even mentioning later, I found out that my biological father, who has Brett and Brittany with another woman, got another woman pregnant pre-me um, that was a do- and the daughter was adopted out to a different family. Dad can wow. fuck. Yeah. Dad can fuck. Dad's We're at the bar <laughs> taking photos <laughs> yeah. of ladies with an LED light. Dad can fuck. Okay, so you, that's so- what's funny to me. Like when models are like, "If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life." I'm like. I didn't do shit. Two hot people fucked at a party and I came out. Like, I can't be like, take ownership of that or like, but that's why when people say like, this is all my doing. Having a baby's a miracle. No, you just, it's, you fucked. And if you can, if anyone can get knocked up, I mean, yeah, it's a miracle, whatever, but I'm just saying you were, it's like, we're hardwired to want to do that. And it's not, how does that make you feel? My mom left insects do it. Yeah. Right. Like, insects do it my left uh my mom left my dad when she was pregnant with me and i didn't never didn't meet him until i was like 20 so like uh, but they were married and like you know in love just mm-hmm. toxically or whatever right. like how did it feel knowing that your parents like when did you when were you told that that was the situation like was your dad um, not around at all and so that where your mom's like yeah so um it wasn't a great i've since made like my mom and I are fine now, but it definitely, I mean, she was so young and the way I look at it is I don't hold a grudge. I think they were both just really young and not, didn't make the, didn't make the best decisions. Um, but she certainly was not re- ready to have kids. And so 
I was told a lot of things really young and like I could look at it negatively and be like I was exposed to like really mature subject matter really early. But I think it I don't know. I think it's partially why I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to have promiscuous sex and protect myself this way. Like, I'm not a prude or anything, but I certainly That was, was my like, next question yeah. was if you were like anti one night stand <laughs> yeah. because of that or if you're yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. I've never had one. Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, are you, how do I ask this? So, well, because I'm just, you're looking at me like I'm the creep and I'm, I'm trying to ask. I'm wait, what? No, you're looking at me like I'm about to ask something creepy. Well, you made it sound you. like you were going to, you're like, bleh, 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 well, because bleh, bleh, I'm asking bleh. about your sex life and it's like, well, just because you came from a one night stand is, this doesn't mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I it's like, I'm it is part very, of your identity in a way. I'm selective. I think like I wait, I think even aside from that, I think for me personally, I if, it depends what you're looking for. I think it's totally like healthy and normal for a girl to be like, hey, I want to just, you know, explore my sexuality. And I think that's okay, too. Um, for me personally, I didn't want to do that. And so, like, I would make a guy wait until several dates before, you know, I thought it was someone I'd want to have sex with. Yeah. Anything. And also, like, it, you, you started to say it's about your priorities. Yeah. Like, if you're looking for a serious relationship, you know you're not going to develop a serious relationship from a drunken right one night stand. Yeah. Like, that's just not how it yeah. works. That's not the formula. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for something that's, like, more than that, a little more fulfilling, maybe could potentially be long term, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, the, you play it safe and you play it slow. Mm-hmm. I knew with Tasha, so we were friends first. So like I knew, but we went from friends to hot and heavy pretty quick. That's as far as we need to go to explain that. Would you say? Sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Say, you made the same face when I asked if you had ever been on a stripper pole. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Roll her eyes. Maybe. We should start talking like this. We, we now know what her tell for yes is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Baby, you steal it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm talking like this now. Um, love you, Tasha. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we went from friends to hot and heavy. And, um, and then, but I wanted to make sure that she didn't think I was... Um, one night standing her or friends with benefiting her. That's Do you know what nice I mean? Of you, yeah. But I didn't know that that's what my plan also, was. I just that's I not what I wanted. I think that that happened quickly, but that's not, you know, when it happened, it happened, but you guys we were, were friends, friends for a long yeah. time before that ever happened. Baby, you so don't we need did to have justify that it, baby. Foundation were, of trust. You were overcome like, with joy. He was playing the long yeah. game, baby. <laughs> no, she knew. I mean, at that point, I think we we were starting to, I mean, we were, it, it was never official. We started to date. We kind of were like, we're like, we knew we were hanging out kind of like in a special way i think but you know it's kind of like touch when i talk like this nothing gives me a boner like take your pants off me oh that's a cute looking dicky oh god i'm like gotta go that's how i talk because sometimes a one-night stand isn't your choice you know what i mean like you could decide to like hook up with a guy i mean i guess it's your choice whether or not you want to hook up with a guy right away but like you mentioned like oh it's i waited a few dates and like to you that's into this generation that's a long time but like to to someone in the 60s they'd be like a couple dates i waited a couple of years he had to come right. home from the war and you know my dad would need to approve and then we would yeah yeah but yeah. it's like it's your body it's your choice and you know when when it's right but like but also like we were saying when if you're if you're able to go approach a guy which i think is totally cool do you ever wonder if that guy was even that into you in the first place like do you ever wonder like as a what because i men we don't have to i don't have to be like oh that she was just into me for my body like it doesn't really work mm-hmm. that way but like as a woman do you ever wonder if like a guy's got the wrong motivations you know my thoughts on this have changed over time i think now before it would have been like no, I mean, maybe he wanted to, but just didn't approach me because he didn't know what my situation was. And I would like give that the benefit of the doubt. But I think for me personally now, what I, and other people can feel differently, what I want is I'd want a guy to probably make the first move. And yeah. Ideally. You know? Yeah, I yeah. think so. 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't and, think there's anything wrong with, you know, being very careful, well, obviously. I've always said like, this. Mo- in most cases, women make the first move in the sense that the guy sees she's checking him out. That's it. And, yeah. it, and it's like, look, mm-hmm. man. It's, it's as simple as eye contact. They call it the three-second yeah. rule. Mm-hmm. It, really. Like, if a girl looks at you, you just got to go up to her and talk to her. You can't, I mean, you can you can take some time, go order a drink and swing around. But you better, you better know that, like, she saw you. That wasn't necessarily, like, a projected move. She might, like, you know, what the, what the eyes do sometimes, it's not it's just natural, our, our conscious right? control. Yeah. It's it's like, okay, I checked that out. Okay, well, maybe there's something there. And like, uh, my faces are very, like, if I look at someone in public, most of the time I don't smile. Like, if it's, it's accidental like resting, yeah. eye contact, yeah, very resting bitch face for sure. But like, accidental eye contact is super quick. You move on, you don't smile, you go about your business. But like, and it's not a even a bitch person, face, but it's just like you're not yeah. engaged. Yeah, my yeah. face doesn't smile when it's relaxed. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just a normal face. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's resting. Uh, this is my resting face. No one looks at me. No, but when you're single and you're giving off like yeah, single the vibes, pick, potentially pick me up vibes, if you make eye contact with a guy you think is cute, like it's going to linger a little longer than a half a second. You're like, oh, you might steal, switch yeah. up a tiny smile at the corners of your mouth. You know, like yeah. not like cheesing out but just like oh hey you know like that's these are subtle signals that women are giving to men that says hey i'm available if you feel like there's a lot on the line we're procreating folks there's a lot on the line here there's this is like and this is the innuendo i think men aren't taught to be like look no honestly yeah she's playing with her hair she squared up to you man go make a move go for it go and then you go but but, uh, aren't taught i mean we're not taught this either but it's something that you learn naturally from the time you're a kid it's a simple like you know you don't learn like socialization either well you do learn it the point is that your parents shove you in preschool and you like learn how to share but don't you think problem don't you think if i had this conversation on the jezebel podcast i would be (laughs) lit on fire and burn at the stake don't you Why? think because 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 this conversation is very much like men are the hunters, women have to just show up and, and show off no, the signs, which I believe in. Equal partners playing a part. I think what this sounds like to me is that you will find your um, mirror like what you want. So if you're a girl, like some guys like a more subdued woman, and like I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but they want someone who maybe wouldn't want to like go out and like talk to a guy like maybe they want someone that's more like reserved yeah reserved or whatever i'm not saying it's a bad quality um but like that guy will be the one to approach that girl but if like a guy wants someone that will go and talk to them and like if they're someone who's very bold yeah they'll end up with that person so i think it's just like you'll find i don't like assigning negative qualities to any type of person i think we're all different for a reason and so like i think you'll end up finding the person that vibes with you and if you're not happy with them you gotta look inwards if you're not happy yeah. with the person you've attracted they you've attracted them they're you take mere, some ownership and there. that's fine too it just says all right maybe something to work on myself because like you can't you can't work on yourself and make the other person better you can rise together like you know Natasha and i were kind of stuck together like collision course you know what i mean like you can stick together and then improve but in a lot of instances in the single game it's like you're going to attract whatever you are in that moment mm-hmm. so be like so when you when things are going well and you're walking to that bar smiling and you're laughing with your buddies and you really or like well, there's nothing there's nothing more attractive to a guy than seeing a girl out with her girls doing their things yeah like fully in her feminine mm-hmm. like laughing having a good time feeling the vibes like that there is something that like is very attractive about that mm-hmm. so let's cut to the chase how did your siblings start fucking each oh, other yeah. let's just spoil <laughs> let's it get a- 
spoiler, yeah, Dave. So I don't know how it started, but like everyone's rewinding to see if I said that. Let's, yeah, I did. There are siblings who fuck. <laughs> That's what we. Yeah. Oh yeah, I hadn't said that part yet. No, no, no. It's fine. So, I'm just laying yeah, it out yeah. there. We're just, just gonna now. Let's now let's get. It's an it's an outline. It's a sandwich. We yeah. got the bread. We said what's happening. Now we're gonna fill in the meat. Yeah, and <laughs> a the meat's lot of from meat. The same genetic oh, line. Oh, <laughs> The two comics like immediately talk about the meat. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I have so many questions, but we need to finish this part first. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know how it started, um, but I do. So my brother um, Justin and my sister Brittany, so they're both my half siblings. So and they're not related technically. Technically, so I feel like I'm basically almost running my bit, but like technically they're not related. So like, okay, I can kind of understand that but literally there is a little bit of me in him and her like i look like both of them in some ways so to me it's like all of all the people why like wouldn't you just say like well this is kind of weird and like not do it you know so it's just i don't know so i found taboo out taboo sexy though taboo can be sexy is. this yeah. is so i say when i do the bit i say i just found out but this has been like four or five years wait your sister and brothers sister and brother have been dating half sister oh half they're brother. not dating anymore they're, oh, okay. they're, they so, were incest adjacent i think is the term <laughs> we're using but what i always like said was LA it'd be thing. great because if they not if they had a one night stand their kid would be your twin i'm convinced that their genetics we should get them together i'm and convinced figure it yeah out. can we get someone from 23 and me over it so like look if, <laughs> right. you, if you're a half sibling i know it's not true there's geneticists listening going are you fucking an idiot no um um <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I'm an idiot adjacent, sure. but I like the idea so, that if sure. you're if you're these halves broke up and then and fucked and had a kid that it would just like circumvent and then your that would make your niece or nephew your twin. I'm convinced. Well, of it. technically, right? <laughs> I'm not you know hip to that either, but like technically, whatever genes become present, there's a chance. There's something going on. There's there. something. I don't going know. On. Anyway, so so so, so they were. Was it a quick I found thing? Out. Okay, you found out. And yeah. was it? A, did you find out? Like, did they have to pull you aside? And it was like a drunk on being like, No, it was like this? said offhand. I can't remember how it was said, but it was offhandedly like just like it was happening, and I was just like, No one else thinks this is weird. Like I was the only one who was just. And yeah, I wasn't it's rude like about technically it, like, legally you're allowed to sleep with like your second cousin or your third cousin if you want to Second's but legal, nobody yeah. wants to because it's weird like well, technically so like, you're allowed to sleep with your everyone's got a cousin they'd fuck everyone's got a cousin but of i guess like, they're not they're not half brothers and half sisters to each other or are they they aren't but i mean they're it's kind of like they're not but there's like a part of them that's there i'm definitely a missing link or like the connecting link and i just think that's weird yeah you're like this special superhero connecting like what like this is a whole like justice league thing where like you're yeah you're the only one that's a part of anyway so the thing is is like i i say i'm white trash but there like there were like a million people in this metropolitan area so there were people there were options they had options options. it's not like it was a town of 300 people and it was like well we all are fucking each other and coincidentally made the most hot people in the town so why not yeah they just don't open tinder at a family reunion don't set your radius to like whatever's near the campfire you know your radius to grandma's living room i think i suspect and i'm not saying this because i've done this because i haven't but i suspect more people have fooled around with their cousins than people admit oh i'm sure i know in the black community people they talk about it way more openly 
Which, absolutely. At least through the comics I know and because like, comics just share shit stuff, that other yeah. people don't. And it's like, you don't say something. But like, I, yeah, I mean, like I've got an uncle. I've, I don't know how the lineage is, but I think I've got I've got an uncle. Like, so this doesn't affect my gene pool, but like it affects my cousin's gene pool where there's like incest. And I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's, it's I'm sure we've all in somewhere in the last five generations have something in our family that was like, that was weird. You know, I'm not saying it's right. It's still, it's still strange. I mean, well, but that was also a different time when like, you know, people were like living in the hollers of, and we thought the, smoking the mountains was healthy in Kentucky. <laughs> and there were only 30 people in a town and like, yeah, Kentucky's got some fucking cousin fucking for sure. Blue people. But you don't know anyone. You don't know anyone in your family, though, do you? No, I definitely had two cousins. You- I have two co- two cousins that got married in my oh, for real? lineage. Yeah. But this was hundreds of years oh, ago. Oh, hundreds of years ago. But, I got really yeah, excited. I, I was like, have I met them? <laughs> yeah. make this, uh- Which I knew they were two. Yeah. <laughs> was it Dan? Who was it? <laughs> so what's crazy about like my half-brother and sister was it was very short-lived. And I remember... My brother telling me like, yeah, well, you know, she got pregnant. And I was (gasps) like, yeah. And I was like, wait a second. Because that immediately was like, okay, this is disgusting. Uh, But I was like, what are you going to do? And he goes, well, she says she doesn't think it's mine because she was cheating on me like the whole time. So and like basically like I know. So um, (laughs) I hope this doesn't sound fucked up. But it was like she was having sex with my brother and I think like an African-American dude. And it came out half black. So they knew it was... You can call him a black guy. Yeah. That's fine. You're all getting all nervous. You're I know. Like, I'm like, this is, is this going to sound crazy? No, you're just telling the truth. She fucked yeah. a, she was fucking a black guy and your yeah. half brother. Mm-hmm. And so it turns out the guy was. So they didn't need to do DNA was, test, basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess not. Yeah, I guess that's. And, and women don't get this, but that's every guy's worst nightmare is that the kid's going to come out a different skin color than it's supposed to. And I'm not saying that in any racial terms. It's just that's how you know. If it comes out you your skin know. color, you know, or even like a different eye color, that's there's recessive called, that's genes. That's what they called redheads, right? The Milkman's son yeah. or like yeah. daughter. Or they are. They're a menace to society. I'm kidding. If you're out there, share the podcast, our ginger <laughs> fans. I think you might have some red-haired babies. I think I was you, just have thinking you have some red, red hair. He yeah. has red it's an Irish beard. thing. He has yeah. red yeah. on his beard. So I have my hopes up for a little redheaded baby. You don't want that shit. I do. I love a little I, I got nothing against <laughs> the gingers. He's they're like, going ex- that shit. They're going extinct. Want, I don't want <laughs> no, it's what society says about them. You look, look the, the only thing women hate worse than a ginger is a short guy. Women can deal with bald. Women can deal with fat. Trust me. Uh, babe, honestly, you need to, you're not watching the right TV top, shows. Top ginger. You ready? One. Top, Two. top. Oh, hold right. on. Uh, Don't say my it before favorite. Oh, she's going to go with the Showtime guy. He's not no. a ginger. No. He he is a ginger, but he's no, not but he's my sexy. top. No, but he's sexy. He's not my top. Okay. Favorite ginger of all time. I'll put it that way. Okay. Right. Are you guys ready? You're going to say your yeah. names? I'm going to count down. I'm going to go one, two, three, and then you're going to say it. One, two, three. Prince Ron Harry. Weasley. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you went Ooh. Prince Harry and who Prince did you, Harry. And who Ron did you, Weasley. Yeah. The Wait, fuck's the Ron? Actor? Ron Howard? No, no, from Harry Potter. Oh, Jesus Christ. But actually, Ed Prince she, is Harry Ed is Sheeran? hot. Prince ha- Harry is very hot. Yeah. Um, but the actor who plays Ron Weasley? Um, what's his name? I Rupert Grant. Rupert Grant, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Like, Rupert. honestly, though, if it wasn't for Harry Potter, I probably wouldn't think he's cute. 
Because I women like their hands. It's with power. like Fred and George, but like my imagined version of Fred and right. George. Because but I here's like the thing: cool you guys literally went to the two most powerful British things in the world, the royalty and Harry Potter. Like, like so, if you're not in the royalty or if you're not in Harry <laughs> Potter, screwed. the biggest franchise movies of all time. You don't have a chance. No, but I was just before you interrupted me saying that my <laughs> idealized imagined version of the Weasley family was a lot sexier yeah. than the people that were cast to play the Weasleys in the movies. Thanks, no offense. But see, see what's crazy. If you, um, if you has to guy. Who, and my imagined version of Jamie. What's his last Lannister. name? Lannister. No, babe. Oh, from Game of uh, Thrones. No, from Outlander. Okay. So you got to be a movie star. No. Jamie, oh, I forget his the last guy name. Who plays, uh, I don't Fraser. Watch Outlander, Fraser. Yeah. Jamie Fraser. Yeah, I'd fuck him. He's cute. He's cute, but my imagined Jamie Fraser was cuter than the guy who plays Jamie Fraser on Showtime's version of our stars. But that's the thing, Outlander. woman. You got to have a fucking royalty. If you ask a guy, who's your There's favorite this ginger? Another good book uh, with a hot ginger. If you like to imagine hot gingers, it's called. <laughs> you ruined my bit. I had a bit coming. Sorry, babe. I had a funny He's bit so coming. Mad. I'm going to uh, do it again. I'm not going to. I think I have the sequel over there, but I don't know if I have the first one. Uh, the Pillars of the Earth, I think, is the first one, and then there's a. A prequel sequel that also has a hot look i didn't mean to start a ginger book club here but uh, you guys if you need we're to, gonna you know. go be alone for a little <laughs> <laughs> and go read i had a dream i'll say this is weird um i had a dream tasha that you that um you were seduced by heather terman wow. past podcast guest and um comedian what, friend night? of ours yeah i had a dream that she was wearing a skirt and she walked up and just sat on your face how <laughs> fucked up is that i wasn't into it i was jealous i was like fuck you and then I got down from her forehead to her nose. <laughs> yeah, that's if I buffered slowly. Hey, fuck. Look, we're already in an hour. Can you believe that? We didn't even get past the uh, cousin or the half sibling fucking. Um, but I, is, are we wrapped up on the sibling story? Like, do they talk? Are they friends? Um, I don't are, think are they, they talk since then. I don't know. Are they cute? But they're going to see each other like at Christmas and stuff. No. Or do you guys like not get together? Oh, yeah, they, like I'm that? sure they see each other around. I mean, they're we didn't get together like Christmases for for that. But, but like, as yeah. far as like the the, the ruling, um, obviously, it's not incest. Obviously, it's just. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's adjacent. It's a story. Yeah. It's it's worth an explanation. Yeah. When you say like, but but it's a very funny bit and you'll have that bit for life. Thanks to your yeah. half siblings. You'll always have <laughs> and did I say like. If it takes you 30 seconds to explain how you're related to somebody, you probably shouldn't be having sex with them. Like, I feel like no matter what, if you're not related. Like, That's what we've learned today. Yeah. There you go. If well, you guys can take way. anything from this podcast, think about it. I got, I my, my dad had six different wives and um, mainly they're mainly all in, in Missouri. So like I've got my brother, Jack and Jameson from, uh, there's a huge age difference. My brother's from my mom. Is your dad it. an alcoholic? He, he well, no, but Jack he was. Jack and Jameson. No, that's from my mom. I got yeah, <laughs> okay. this. Yeah, this is my first joke I ever wrote. Yeah, the whiskey bros, the whole thing. Um, they, yeah, they. Uh, that's my mom named them. The alcohol runs in that side of the family. Um, so I've got Jack and Jameson on one side, and then the other side, I've got fucking seven Unlimited. or eight siblings. And if they ended up meeting. Or if like, you know what I mean? It would be like, yeah, it would be weird and worth an explanation. But also like they've never, you know, it's not. But in your case, it's like the same town. Go meet somebody else. Like fuck, right. fuck you know, your half siblings, friends, maybe. Especially in today's day and age, there's the internet. Yeah. You can, yeah. But, you know, know, genetically not at risk for like large foreheads, which would be good for my porn looking <laughs> viewing. Um, I don't know I get obsessed with the foreheads on this one. If you have a large forehead, that's okay. Um, what, what can we promote for you? What's your social media? How can people find you? Um, everything's ITS Jackie Brown. It's Jackie Brown. And I spell my name weird. It's J A C Q U I E. 
Jackie. Jesus Christ. Got to relearn how to spell Jackie. No, no, we'll tag a photo. We'll take a photo and put it on the steps. Oh, and I got to tell people, so we, I I mentioned this before, but we got to start talking about it because this is is our only real avenue of communication with our audience. Tasha and I did our first Patreon episode. We launched it. We launched it. We don't have a, we don't have a, we don't have a, a subscriber we don't no, have a we haven't told yet. anybody yet and i'm and just saying that i'm telling people either. right now look don't make me feel like a fucking asshole we were featured on itunes last <laughs> week we have been featured all over we got another big feature coming up so we i created do? the yeah well we got the one with um social man they're gonna Ooh. feature us which will probably be bigger than itunes but it's been amazing but also like some of these people like their podcast their patreons are up and running and they've got money and for me it's less about the financial thing and more about street cred i'm like i got a big goose egg next to that dollar amount on patreon and we've got different options that people can pay, but there's a lot to be given in the tiers we've made. Like we've got the one tier that's going to be two extra episodes a month, which we're already doing. This one we re- we we released a couple days ago. I wanted to release it as this week's episode because it was such a good private episode that we had. We went to Lake Tahoe last week and it snowed three feet. It was um, so pretty. My car, it the tire so got a flat tire, and we had we white knuckled it down. We talked about um, how I accidentally joined the football team uh, through peer pressure, and we talked about all these fun things. Uh, yo. Uh, yo-yos uh you know the yo-yo black market from seventh grade what is the uh patreon patreon.com great question (laughs) because they said they can't find us patreon well it's out there patreon.com slash the sap the sap s-a-p the sap no it's h-e-s-a-p because look jackie i don't know if you know this we make homemade soap i don't know if you know this yeah that's the top tier is that we sell monthly Mm -hmm. soap and look if there's presents you want to give to people you take the first month's soap for yourself and then you start giving the rest as gifts they're pretty good we put rose clay in it peppermint we we fucking good that's like luxurious soap right yeah we'll give you some we'll give you some soap on the way out it's it's in there somewhere um yeah try it out it's good coconut oil it's great i'm not gay if i was whatever um (laughs) the soap's good uh so that's the top tier but the lower tiers you can get extra a monthly episode and we're gonna release the brunch show so if you're listening and you want to hear like listed as dave neal and tasha courtney yeah that's right yeah yeah the sap isn't mentioned in the title oh Okay, okay, well, I'll figure it out. Thank up. you for we'll that stuff. I don't know. We're billionaires by the things over. No, we, 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 we so appreciate our audience. And I, I just, I come from this Catholic upbringing where you don't ask for money, even though they do ask for money at church. But like, I don't, I, if you're tithing yourselves to our podcast, now we can give you something back, additional episodes. And what it's going to do for us is give me the chance to not have to do that extra day a week of my side gig and actually produce more content because we love oh, producing yay. content. We're going to answer Q&As and we do solo episodes. I want to do an extra one every Friday. I want to make it four times a month. So when, as soon as we get to a certain threshold of audience, I'm gonna I might just start doing that anyway. I might give you guys more content than you're asking for. You're gonna be like, please, we'll pay you to stop. Like I'm gonna do a lot. <laughs> the brunch show is gonna be up there every month. We're gonna have the brunch show, so you can hear some stand up comedy. You can you can hear the uh, homeless guy walking in on us and all that jazz. It's all on. It's all recorded um, in the in the Patreon. So and if you don't want any content, there's a friend zone level. So we have the friend zone level where you just support us because you want to support the podcast. And look. I'm not begging people for money, but we've I spent way over fifteen hundred dollars on this uh, over five years of bandwidth and fucking mics. I probably spent a, anyway. So at some point, we're just kind of like, all right, let's actually value our creativity a little bit more than just giving it away. We're giving you that one night stand shit. Now you got to pay for a little Live booty Fast call. Live Styled says I'm subscribed in case you wanted to get my shout out out of the way. All right, it's so <laughs> nice. Thank you, thank okay. you, thank you, Live Fast Styled. Are you our first subscriber? First subscriber. <gasps> Holy shit. 
Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank Tasha, you. Tasha, show them your tits. That's part of the perk. I didn't mention it. It's in the perk. We actually didn't add the tier. We're going to do a postcard tier. So we're going to do a tier where we hand out postcards. And honestly, maybe maybe like, maybe the first. That's my idea. Hey, Tasha, how about idea. this? Isn't that so, so cool? What, old school and retro. We, little hand What if we got the ball rolling and gave a postcard to the first 20 people that sign up i think that's a nice idea because i want to give people postcards anyway you guys Tasha have a just amount of time. sent a board of jackie jackie you're getting a fucking postcard everyone's getting a postcard <laughs> you're getting a postcard we're gonna go to you're the bars and just sign post that's how you should meet girls at the bar you send a postcard and you just go there's my number bitch here's a really good tip you guys someone recently told me this like, a dude he's like this is how i've been asking girls out do you guys ever use airdrop to share yes. pictures yes. with your friends he literally has like um, a an image of his phone number and his picture like and with his well i think he's screen or um photoshopped his phone number onto his picture and he'll just airdrop it onto any available phones that say like a girl's name that's so and so all of a sudden a girl will get like so and so wants to share a message and it's like him like with his number and he that's says it's serendipity like, all yeah. over again i mean it's sort of cute except that it's literally not directed at you right it's directed at a girl's name. So it's just a number. So thing, like, really. yeah. yeah. I think I works. did that with the I'm podcast sure in the airplane last time. I think I was sending photos to random people, but I, yeah, I don't have any. It's, that's kind of secretly. I like sending weird photos. Like, yeah, yeah like Jackie <laughs> wants to send you a photo. This guy's like, block. <laughs> that's a Patreon tier. Jackie's gonna send you a photo. She's gonna double chin it for you guys. But um, no, we do have our first one. We'll have to get his address and we'll send a um, postcard. Tasha sent a postcard to someone in like Taiwan, right? Yeah, I sent a Christmas card. Was he Taiwan? Uh, yes, it was Taiwan. We'll do it. We'll go fucking international. I got to send a postcard to someone in Paris because um, a friend of mine from college is teaching school in Paris and she wanted people from different states to send postcards in. So That's cool. Anyway, we want to give back. We want people to be part of the community. And we're going to be releasing a lot of content on Patreon. You'll still get your weekly episodes here. But I'm telling you, folks, if you're always, you know, if you've ever wondered how you can support us, that's the way. It's uh, directly money that goes back to us so we can do, um, you know, keep producing. Hey, 324. You're the, Jackie, you're the 324th episode. So wow. congratulations! Yeah. This ain't this ain't no you guys. For our three fifty. Um, worry about that in twenty four episodes. Wait, did I do the math right? Nope, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> twenty six episodes, which means that's um six and a half months from now. Okay. So we'll worry about that in September. I don't All know. Right. What should we do? Should we go line dancing? Sure. Yeah. All right, we we need to get the fuck out of here. We've just been rambling. So at the <laughs> dot sap is our Instagram. We'll take a photo of Jackie so you guys you guys can find her if you go to our, our Instagram or Thanks, go to guys, it's Jackie having. Brown C Q I E. Um, it's Jackie Brown. So I T S J A C Q U I E Brown. She's gonna change her name for us and <laughs> so and at tell. Tasha Courtney. Yep. Uh, thank you to um our friend. What's his name? Live fast, die old. Thank you, thank you. Live fast, die old. I like that. That's the way to go. Live fast, die old. old. Uh, Appreciate you so much. And all of our uh, listeners out there, our new listeners out there, I know I might be rambling, but we're just featured on iTunes. I've looked at the stats. We've got a whole batch of new followers out there. We appreciate you. If you haven't already, hit us up with a five-star review on iTunes. It helps us jump up the ranks so people can keep listening to us. And we appreciate you all immensely. Jackie, Tasha, I'm Dave Neal. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. Did you like that episode? That was number 324 of the SAP. Hope you guys enjoyed. 
And um, again, if you want to donate to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the sap. We appreciate any and all support that you guys uh, want to give us. And uh, here's a teaser from one of the private episodes. Here's a quick teaser of uh, my chat with Tasha. Bye, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. We get out to the driveway. We get all geared up. I'm talking new Sperry duck boots. Uh, new everything. Two layers of Double warming layered, All the things. Yeah. Just, just Michelin man. We get into the car, turn it on, <laughs> and make it about zero feet. We get immediately <laughs> stuck in the driveway. It snowed a foot the, that night. Or it wasn't even that bad. It was bad. that morning. And, and so I had to put the tire chains back on. We made it up the driveway on like the third try. We made it up the driveway, which is a pretty large, you know, hill. It was steep. Made I made it up the driveway. And then we go around the corner and we immediately get stuck. And I, and all my tire chains shred off. They all break. And then we had to push the car back well, down the driveway. So we push the car back down the driveway. We leave it there. We, we get out of the car. I take the tire chains off. I got a flat tire, my back r- rear right tire. It's like half flat, but it's, it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty. You know when a tire's going on, it's flats. So like whatever. We just ditch the car. We try to get Chinese food. It takes three hours to get it <laughs> delivered. Yeah, because as this is happening, like this is the day of the blizzard. And like our point was to try and get out early in the morning. I think we were on the road by, we're trying to leave by 10, but. By noon. We'll put it this way. This is where. It's when we quit this trying is to leave. The part of the world where the Donner Party ate themselves because they got stuck in a snowstorm yeah. in this time of year. Now, they, you know, I don't need to get into the history lesson, but the Donner Party. They were party, also in a covered wagon. They were in covered wagons stuck in 20 feet of snow. So they were eating themselves. Our problem, we <laughs> couldn't get Chinese delivered. <laughs> so, same thing. We almost had like a Larry, as I call it. We almost had to boil up the old kneecaps and roast a Sarah Ann's ass. But by the way, Sarah Ann would be the first person we eat. She's Why? got she's got an ass you eat. She's got a Midwestern Jeez, ass. I don't. Come I'm not on. saying it's a large ass. I'm just saying I'm not eating your ass. You're saying, babe, quit eating my ass. I'm not doing that. We're eating Sarah Ann's legs. That's it. She's got m- more. I'm v- a slightly uncomfortable with your description of Sarah Ann's butt. Who, who on the trip? Would, Are you would looking you, at her butt? It's meaty, is my point. Who on the trip would you rather eat? <gasps> the guys are all skin and bones. You don't want to eat them. They've got like, you know, and they're also like toned. You don't want Jonathan's. Lorenz. Lorenz, the Asian guy. You going to eat the Asian guy? We can't eat All right. Well, talk about Chinese food. Uh, anyway, the Donner Party ate themselves and they sur- some of them survived and some of them, they were cannibals. We're they not going to eat people. So we just couldn't get Chinese delivered. And they said like, and it, again, it was, <laughs> we we're trying to get Thai food. Here's the thing. No, it, w- it was a multitude of factors. What was the One is that Tahoe's a small town and none of the places deliver. And if they do deliver, they don't start delivering till 5 p.m. Meanwhile, it's noon. We're hungry. We didn't go to the grocery because that was part of the activities that we were going to we, do while we were out We worked up an appetite, pushing the car <laughs> up and down the driveway. And there, you know, we hadn't gone to the grocery. There weren't groceries in the house. So um, we're calling around and none of these places have a delivery person on until 5 p.m. We finally call one place. They're like, no, but how big's your order? <laughs> 
So we realized that if we order a large order of food, they'll come bring it to 100 us. hundred bucks. You guys hundred bucks. Three people, a hundred bucks, which is... Not hard. Not hard for Tasha. She would normally do two people at 70. So she, Tasha's got this. Yeah. She's going to order some extra crab rangoon. <laughs> um, Where do you get the order to? You get the order to like 108 or whatever. What's the ethnicity of the guy taking the order? Uh, uh, Indian. Okay, so we got an Indian. Because it's like an Indian Thai Chinese place. Which you know means it's not going to be good. So we got an <laughs> Indian guy taking the order. Yeah. He calls you and lets you know that his driver... Speaks Spanish. Speaks only Spanish. Speak it to Spanish. Only <laughs> speak Spanish. Ask us if we speak Spanish. No, lo siento, no hablo espanol. Um, so in, not to mention, we find out you gave them the wrong address. We were uh, staying on Sarah Wood. Sarah Ann gave me the wrong we address. We were staying on Wood Ridge, and you called it Wood Bridge. Sarah Ann. Sarah Ann. Okay, <laughs> we're blaming Sarah Ann. No wonder we're going to eat her ass. <laughs> Sarah Ann's wrong. You no, started but that's, this. Okay, but really? Yeah, really. Well, when you search Wood Bridge, you look, you search like 50 miles yeah, away. Okay, well, let's wrap the story up because it's taking too long. Yeah, just like the delivery. <laughs> so three hours later. So we literally like fell asleep. Like we're all waiting. They stopped re- They stopped we, returning our calls. Yeah, because they like, had called us a couple of times and been sort of like, so we can't bring it to you. So you're going to come get it right. And we're like, no, we're, like, we have a flat tire. We're snowed in. I'm talking, y- if you don't have a Jeep or like a large SUV, you, you're not getting around. So I just don't know what this mexican delivery guy's driving you know what i mean like i and and so so we get it but i mean it doesn't help that like all this time that's passing the storm is getting worse worse and and worse worse. we're talking like when we called at noon it it wasn't bad it was just bad for us because we didn't have the proper car my car and you had a flat so we had already like but anybody with like who lives in tahoe is gonna have an SUV with four-wheel drive. They're just going to have that. If you live in Tahoe, you have that. So anybody else, it, when we called at noon to get the food, would be fine bringing it to us. But three hours later, after it's been snowing nonstop, it is hairy on Well, the like road. an hour, an hour into us not receiving our food, is when you talked to the guy again and he said asked if we could go and pick it up <laughs> and that's when we knew it wasn't good so anyway it's it's two it's two plus hours later and then i get a knock on the door and i was like go get it and, and you were like no everyone was scared to go get it why were you you ran downstairs to me like go get it because i just wasn't part of the process so anyway the guy shows up not with no jacket on at the front door and we had a pretty sizable we had doubled what the tip should have been you yeah. know, delivery tipped 10%. We tipped 20 plus percent, which I still think we could have tipped him more. Be- but he was apologizing to me as if he was about to get fired for being so late. And I was like, no, man, we're so sorry. I didn't see his car because I don't think he could drive down the driveway. We were, The plan was we said, call us when you're close and we'll walk up the driveway to meet you halfway. He shows up with a giant box of food. It was it wasn't cold, but it wasn't hot. It was definitely mildly warm. Like we could have. Well, he had to walk in the snow to bring it to I us. I don't. So I never, I never know if he got home okay. So if you're out there, Miguel, lo siento. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're a true American hero. You're the reason we embrace immigrants because you work your ass off. You deliver that food, even if you don't speak English. And I mean that. That guy fucking, and then we got to You're going to have to go back there and find this guy and give him a hug. I know. Because I got a feeling this is going to haunt you for the rest of your life. You know what we should do is we should, we should send him a gift. Send who a gift? The delivery driver. We don't know him. We know the place we ordered from. All right. And we could say, look, 
on February. You know what would be nice is like a really nice Yelp review for this place. Yeah, and we should say, and we should ask what the delivery driver's name is, and send him. We should like send him a GoFundMe for his. You know, that's some Liam Liam Neeson shit. He was like braving the storms, and he got us our crab rangoons. And I just felt bad that he felt so bad. And I, I hope that I hope the twenty bucks was enough for him to be like, okay, that was not too bad. Because it you did know. you just smile at him and tell him no, 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 we're sorry. He was the Dave version. He was David. He was uh, <laughs> he was the same as me. He was apologetic. He felt so bad, and I was like, I feel bad. We were both speaking different languages. Like I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. and it was a, such a quick transaction that I just took the box of food and handed him a twenty, and then he was gone out of my life. And I'm still I'm still waking up in the middle of the night with cold sweats, thinking about if he got home okay, and how the fuck does a guy. Here's what's crazy to me. How does a, a Mexican guy end up in Lake Tahoe? This, this, we're talking, this is eight hour, This is 10 hours north of the border, 7,500 feet up in a mountain. Like, how do you end up there? You know what I mean? What do you mean, how do you end up there? It's just so far away from like San Diego, Los Angeles. Those are like big immigrant towns. Do you think that people walk in from Mexico? No. So you think this guy flew in to Lake Tahoe and just started? He decided he wanted to. No, I'm sure he had family there, and they were like, "Come on, we got a gig for you." Where did they come from? They were like, "Oh, it'll be easy. Just delivering Chinese food." And he goes, "Like it's a tourist town. There's gonna be good work for us." He's like, "I can deliver Chinese food. That's easy." And then Tasha calls up, "Hi, I'd like to place a large order in a blizzard." (laughs) (laughs) And the owner's like, "You gotta go do it, there, kid." (laughs) 